Welcome to the 1878 FM podcast. It's a full house. The Bushmaster General is back. Last week, he was in Liverpool. Couldn't be bothered coming into the studio or doing the show from here. But that's fine. He had his his reasons. Um, (laughs) But he is back. He's back with us today. Andy, how are you? I'm good. It's good to be back on. Sorry I didn't make it to your uh, social. I saw the photos, though. It looked very, very good. But um, it, was a, it was a nightmare getting to Liverpool. The, the M6, I think the M6 might be the worst motorway in the world. Yeah. What's the worst motorway in, in the world? I think it might be M, the M6. Mm. The 25 is not very good. I, the I haven't tried enough of them but... to specify the world. You no. know what I mean? There might be some in, you know, some war-torn country that's really, really bad. But, uh, you know, the M6 is a bad one. Like, it's, a, but... it's the worst thing. It's the worst. But I just, I like the way Andy there's like swerved the conversation just to be like, oh, it's terrible getting up here. Oh, oh." but once I got up here, the place where you were having your night was only two minutes away. You know, Um, I apologize. But yeah, it was, um, we got in there late on Friday, but it was, it was fantastic. And obviously um, the game went to the the Palace game, which was just what a game to pick. It turns out my dad, after worrying about him being an albatross, he was a lucky charm. There you go. Absolutely, he was. How, how was um, how was broadcasting from the tower, Andy? Because I've oh, been yeah. up there on a very windy day, and oh my god, do you feel that thing sway? Mm. And I mean, properly feel it sway. <laughs> it is scary. Like yeah. you know, when someone stops talking for a minute, and then that's yeah. when you notice it sway. So, did you get any of those kind of feelings? No, do you know what? It, it, it didn't move at all. It was, it was pretty stationary, so that was fun. You did get a couple of moments where you thought, oh my, it, it kind of dawned on you how high up you were, and you felt mm. a bit like, Ugh. but a great view of the city. Um, and I love this. What's that shopping centre downstairs in it? It's got an indoor market. I love, oh, I love an indoor market. St. John's. John. That used to be, that used to be, that used to be the pride of Liverpool, <laughs> that place. But you know what? They tried to it's do great. it up, and they've made the right mess of it. They tried to modernise it. It didn't need modernising. It just needed, you know, a bit of a butcher, you know. A candlestick maker, <laughs> somebody else, <laughs> and yeah, they've, dis- they've pretty much destroyed it. To be honest. I, I love, I love cafes in indoor markets, yeah. like indoor market, and they've got a bit of that going on at the St John's Market. Mm, so yeah. yeah, all in. I was well impressed with them. Liverpool's looking good. Liverpool's looking great. I was mm. hugely impressed. It's been a little while since I've been up there, but it was looking brilliant. Did you did you take a little wander down to the, um, the stadium? Didn't go to the stadium, could see it from our van- vantage point up in the tower. But we went to, we did all the kind of usual tourist stuff that when we see family, we didn't really have time to go and see. Went into the uh, the Beatles story mm. with our little headsets on that was good and stuff as well. So, uh, Never been yeah, I just, and the, and the Tate, it's just looking great. I think it's uh, Liverpool's looking vibrant. It's uh, Ped hates tourists, by the way. Yeah, I hate tourists. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, Sorry I mean, he's, he's, the, uh, he's, he's not the Liverpool cultural attache. <laughs> Do you know what, though? And I know where this, like, obviously, we've just been talking off air then because, uh, you know, Andy was trying to claim that I, I would know the, the guy who invented Uber, but um, because I once drove a car, like, you know, that's like him saying he knows the fella who makes Weetabix because he eats them. Um, Outrageous. I, <laughs> um, Neil McGonagall, Neil McGonagall set up Uber in, in uh, Liverpool. He's one of my good, good friends. Nickname Iggy, season ticket holder in the Gladys Street end. Was on, on the front page of the Echo, kissing the turf when we stayed up against Wimbledon. That's Iggy. There you go. Now, oh, now I know him. Now, you know. now I know him. Hang, hang on, oh. hang on. And there was about 300 people doing that. <laughs> so they focused in, they focused in on, on Iggy because he's, he's, he's an iconic photo. So, to be, uh, to be so. fair, the, the irony is to this story is now that I'm a civilian, I don't like tourists. But when I was on, when I was a cab driver and, and on Uber, I, I made 
you know took great pride in telling people about the city and and I used to love they'd be like brummies who'd come up and I used to love them that basically Liverpool was the home of Peaky Blinders and not Birmingham and they were they were dev- always devastated by that because like basically Peaky Blinders is filmed all around Liverpool it was only later on when I think Tommy Shelby got his big house that he went back to Birmingham but I used to take great right. pride in that. Um, and, and other locations where other... Because f- I basically know where all the films are filmed in Liverpool, mm. so I'd be like, oh, that's where so-and-so did that. So, uh, yeah, it's just now I don't like them because I've got to drive for myself now. I didn't mind getting stuck in traffic jams when I was a taxi driver. They just leave the clock on. Mm. Have you got... Mm. A, have, you, have people in Liverpool got a nickname for tourists? Because I grew up in Devon, and uh, they used to call them Grockles. Do you, have, do you have a name for them? Grockles. Grockles. What the hell? Yeah. What is? That's like a different yeah. language. What it's does weird. grockles mean? When you when you go on holiday to Devon or Cornwall, uh, you know people serving you being polite to you, they're calling you behind your back, grockles, and I don't know where it comes from. Grockles. No, I know. I, I know when like the student because Liverpool has like three universities, so it's got lots of students and. We used to be called like townies by the, and I think that's a that's a that's a bit of a universal thing, and they'd look down on us just because we happen to have been born in a city that they weren't from. But we don't have any nicknames for tourists, do we? Tourists, just cash cows or something else. Yeah. Liverpool fans, other names that I Liverpool say. fans, Liverpool <laughs> fans is, is, probably, is probably. Dave, did you feel like a tourist when you came from Hong Kong? Um, no, not really. Um. I really thought about it before, to be honest with you. But, you know, if I ever went to Liverpool, it was always felt to be going back to my roots and where family was from and stuff like that. So I don't think I ever really identified as a tourist to use the modern parlance. <laughs> Not a grockle or whatever. A grockle. I was. I've never heard of a grockle How before. Never heard of that? No, I mean, that's, that's the nice thing about doing this chat every week is uh, I always find that it's quite educational. Mm. You know, not only do we clearly enjoy each other's company, <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, we learn stuff every week grockle. as well. Grockle sounds like a type of pasty you'd be getting on your paddleboard. Yeah. That's grockle, what a yeah, grockle, like a large grockle. Like a, I can have a lot. La- I'll have a, yeah. a steak slice, cheese and onion yeah. slice, and two and large little, grockles. Grockle, two hot grockles. Please. Yeah, you know, mm. putting them in his bag and paddle them. Hot back. grocks. Hot grocks. <laughs> <laughs> While wearing your crocs. Incredible. Absolutely. Incredible. Um, we'll we'll come back to back the to random Bastard. chat because I love the random chat. The random chats are the best bit. Can I? Can I? But, I, I yeah, go I, on. I, go I, on feel, I feel that the the thing that we need to address first is okay. Is, is not Andy's spurious disappearance last week, yeah. although there'll probably be more of that later. I would just like to say how nice Ped's hair's looking. Oh, thank you. He's gone, you know, he's gone a bit peaky blind, has not he? Yeah, but the often, hair. often I think that, you know, when people have a haircut and I think that they get maybe not dis- maybe not annoyed, but disappointed certainly when it's not noticed and it's not given the credit it deserves. And I would just like to be the first person here to say that your hair looks lovely, Peter. Thank you. Thank and, you, Dave. And it adds to the visual stimulation of this outfit. <laughs> I, I'm glad you said that because I, I have to go to Skemmersdale to get my hair cut. And that, you don't wow. have to. No, oh, I do have to. You because, don't have no, to. I do because it's to coach your capital. It's, it's, Ped, Ped, what, what do you ask for when you when you go I don't and ask. Down in the chair? That's the ask? point. I don't ask because I have my own barber, and that's why I go to Skem because I there was a there's a barber in Liverpool there's a barber in Liverpool uh, called Cuthrow Pete who's uh, who's a big Evertonian who's a big Evertonian. Um, and he had a shop in town, and, and there was, an, and I, I was looking because do you, do you ever have that fear when you go in a barber? You walk in, and you you know what you want, or yeah. you've got a picture of what you want, yeah. and then you bottle it when you sit down, and you just go, "Show my mm. cards, please." 
Well, I, I, I was getting a bit of that, and, and you know, I knew, you know, being on Toffee TV, you got to, you got to look the business. You know, you got to keep, sure. I've got to keep up with Baz for God's sake, mm. housewives' favourite. Um, and uh, I found a barber who's an Evertonian, and uh, he, he couldn't basically afford to work in Liverpool anymore, so he, he went back to Schemersdale, as if anyone knows, just outside Liverpool, mm. where you can not. Leon Osman's from Schem. Just yeah, yeah, you can not oh. get any transport there. It's impossible. Mm. So I followed them, and and uh, even though it's you know it's literally followed. Them. It's a little bit expensive if 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 uh, for the average barber, but it's worth it because you sit down, he knows what you want, he cuts you there, you you you, you it's all uh, you know you get a time and you get a place and. You walk in, walk out, and it's happy days. And you don't get any of that fear of going, oh, just, just shave it all off, mate. The worst is in barbers, and you go in, and you've got someone who cuts you there. But there's a couple of them, and you know you don't want yeah, the other exactly. person. Yeah, exactly. Now, I've oh, had... you see, I, 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 don't, I don't play that game anymore. Right? Right, I've got so. a lady called Gillian who cuts my hair. She's from she's from Glasgow. and, uh, and she please, has say, right... please say she comes to the house, Dave. I'd love that. No, she <laughs> doesn't. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't. Um, but yeah, her name is Gillian, and she's got her own little little barbers in the yeah. village. And I go there now. A, about two years ago, there was a new Turkish barbers opened up next door, but one to Gillian. Oh, right? no. and it was Glasgow. And I thought, you know what? That is not sporting. No, you no. really shouldn't play that game. No. She was not happy. No. Right? And so since then, I've never ever tried anywhere else because I always feel like I'm. I'm being um, unfaithful, mm. I think, is a thing. Yeah, so cheating on her. I, cheating on her. I book an appointment with Gillian. I don't have anybody else because we enjoy the chat and stuff like that. Yeah. But it was funny because I went in there the other day and and she was she was really, really annoyed because there was this old boy who was in there just before me in the chair. And she'd had like half an hour, 40 minutes of him and he was he was doing a head in because what he what he'd done is he'd brought in on his phone pictures of Paul Hollywood. Right? <laughs> now, this, this gentleman was older than Paul Hollywood. This gentleman, I, I don't know how old Paul Hollywood is, but yeah. I'm going to suggest that he must be in his mid to late 50s. Mm, and so this gentleman must have been in his early 70s at best. Mm. And he was showing pictures of Paul Hollywood, and she's going, yeah, but your hair will never look like that because Paul Hollywood's hair is white and dead straight and sticks up at the front. Mm. And this guy's was brown and weavy, <laughs> you know? And so there was no way it was ever going to work, yet he still insisted on kind of going, well, yeah, but could it not be more like that? I love that she was kind of direct and honest with him that she yeah. didn't make it work. You do get those books of... Glaswegians uh-huh. tend to be honest and direct, though, anyway. I mean, if you'll know, as a, as a sort of cultural <laughs> kind of stereotype, they tend to not beat around the bush, I, I find. I like, so, do you want to happen to me recently, though? I don't know if this happened to you guys. Um, I went into the hairdressers. I had my, my hair cut by the same lady who always does my hair. Mm. And, then, and at the end, she said, do you want me to do, I'll do your eyebrows for you? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then um, yeah, I find I that like slope, though, isn't it? No, I, I always have me. I always have always have that done, and I always have the hair around my ears trimmed as well. Mm. But that's just a courtesy mm. from from Darren. That's the service Darren gets. Gives you in Skemmersdale. You know, I wouldn't go as far as going. I wouldn't get those like you know the things oh, you stick no. up your nose no, no. and pull out. I wouldn't no. get any of that. No, you know that's. Well, what talking was... about Dave was talking about the Turkish barbers. I, I remember going to a Turkish barber mm. in North London a few years ago, and he he had both my ears on fire. Yeah, I've gone the They set you on fire, don't they? I've seen it. Yeah. Seen it on, yeah. on, on, on the YouTube. That is looks... that to get rid of the hair? Mm. Mm. Yep. Well, either that or to make you look stupid. I mean, but, the the, I mean, the modern day like... wicker man, you know. Yeah. I've actually, I've actually considered at times, and this is this is a conversation for for gentlemen of a certain age. Oh, okay. Is that as you get older, you get more hair appearing in various different holes in your body, so to speak. <laughs> 
I'm thinking primarily about the holes in your ears or okay. indeed the holes in your nostrils. I'm yeah. not thinking about any other holes, that... just those holes. More kind of head holes. Head holes. Like, yeah. Head holes, right? High head holes. And I have actually considered um, buying one of those from Amazon so mm. that I don't have to go into a shop and buy it. <laughs> And it would just get delivered in a brown um, sort of uh, paper package. It's one of those electric nose trimmer things because yeah. I have found, and I don't know whether you suffer from this as well, but the older that I get, you know, and I'm, I'm nearly in my late 30s now, um, <laughs> is that I find that I get more hair in there than I ever have before. And I spend almost on a daily basis trying to pluck them out, which if, if you've ever tried to do it is for a man is the nearest pain to childbirth, I think. You know, oh, because it's really on. smart. Yeah. Hang, on, but hang on, What I would say, I mean, I, I've got one of them. The I've got one bad. because I have obviously I have a shaver, for, obviously from my beard, and mm. you get the attachment for mm. it. But we've done, and we've got actually some in the studio here. We we've done, and I've done sponsorship for the um, the company that does a lot of sponsorships for the old uh, downstairs trimming. Mm. And you get you get all those attachments. They're very popular mm-hmm. these days. You don't have to be. No, you don't have to be shy I mean, about When you it say nowadays. downstairs trimming, you're not talking about Darren's got a split-level barbershop, are you? You're talking more physically. <laughs> physically. It's gonna, just yeah. going to take you downstairs, Pete, to, get the last <laughs> to wash your hair. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't want to go downstairs. No, no thanks, Daz. No, thanks, Daz. <laughs> have you taken the Daz doorstep challenge, oh, Peter? Daz's basement. Daz's basement, yeah. What goes on down there? We don't talk nope. about Legs it. behind no, you, then. No. And off you oh, go. I think ITV are missing a trick. This is it. We, this is, uh, this is definitely women, loose women. Now. Oh, my God. I switched on loose women the other day by accident. I was just going to say, surely it was by accident. And um, they were having this like really in-depth conversation. I think it was about Prince Harry, oh. right? Because he's got a book coming out. But they were all dressed in fancy dress for Halloween. And they oh, were, I saw that. Oh, I was weird with Kay Adams looking like the Mad Hatter. Yeah, and they weird. were they were trying to talk about dead serious subjects while mm. looking like absolute tits. Oh, it's just it just. I mean, Fair you know, play. it just it just got the soul. The views of Peter McPartland are not necessarily the views well, no, of the. I don't know why you have to say FM. that. I mean, that's they they look like tits. I mean, that's uh, again again that's just obvious. Dave will back me up on this. Oh no, he can't. No, I, I I agree with you. you I, I think that it's very difficult to. I find the whole Halloween thing a bit strange. Anyway, I'll be mm. honest with you. I, I I don't really I don't really buy into it. Mm. And and I've I've seen nothing on my Instagram or Facebook in the last couple of days, other than people going to extreme lengths with Halloween. Now, I know, Bush, you you have you have a daughter or certainly children of more of a Halloween appreciative age, right? Yeah, we, we've got a, a nine-month-old, a four-year-old, and a 12-year-old. So the 12-year-old went out trick-or-treating, and the other mm-hmm. two not quite aware of it yet, so we're trying to keep yeah. it in it. I agree with you. It's, it's become like, you know, back in the day when I was a kid, it was a bin bag with holes in it yeah. for like yeah. a, a body yeah. piece, and then one of them plastic scary masks, and that was yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But now, they, like you say, it's become very Americanized, yeah. and people aren't even dressed in the scary stuff anymore. Now, do you know Thankfully, I mean? like full-on kind of prosthetics and all sorts mm. of yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. going on. I mean, it's, you see, my my daughter is it's it's sometimes. I mean, she doesn't she doesn't listen to this. It's it's sometimes difficult to tell whether it's Halloween or it's not Halloween with her because you know she tends to dress primarily in black. And she has her kind of, you know, septum pierced and stuff, as you she do. A goth? Have you got a goth Yeah, kind of. Yeah, she's a sort of pseudo goth. So actually, she looks quite Halloween at the best of times. But I'm sort of well beyond. I was funny enough. I was I was listening to Dave Berry this morning, and he was talking about taking his four year old daughter out trick or treating last night. And obviously, that's the sort of the perfect age, I think, when they're like that because they're they're excited by stuff mm-hmm. and they enjoy the the dress up thing. And I sort of get that, but. 
I think I've just missed the boat because I don't ever really remember doing that with my no. daughter. I was I was looking at um, Baz's Instagram yesterday, and there was some remarkable uh, people dressing up on on your some Instagram. Some tremendous outfit. Megan Fox went above <laughs> and beyond. <laughs> Absolutely, you should check it out if you've not. Oh, did you see Lucrezia Millerini or whatever her name is from no, ITV? Oh, no, I'll have a look. She, no, yeah. no, uh, just give us have a it, just give us have, a have, a, have a look at her ha- Halloween picture. Send the creep. I'll tell you send what, the creep Megan Fox. I tell you what, what I will say is uh, one of the. I mean, going back, going back full circle. One of the first proper nights I worked as a taxi driver when I, I think when I was on Uber was Halloween, mm. and I was I've oh my god some of the some of the sights were unbelievable. I've just seen on the way in a couple of people either doing the walk of shame yeah. or they've decided <laughs> November first yeah. is still Halloween. And, and actually, Two incredible going, costumes. Going, again, just just another thing on this. I remember uh, a few years back, what was it now? Five years going to Leon. On the train from Liverpool, so we mm. started at Leipzig. Going, we were going to Lyon to uh, to see uh, the European, the uh, Europa League game, mm. and it was it was the first of November. So when the, they're all coming in, go, getting on the trains course, to go yeah. home, and this is like five o'clock in the morning, just just unbelievable, right. just unbelievable. Mm. It is, mad. But we, you know, into my footy, you know. No, you well, Zach, Zach went out on his own last night with his mate, just round ours, and he come back with an impressive haul of sweets. Yeah. You know, he, he was he was all for it. I was fuming because. Mm. He should have been training. I, I don't answer. And the most call. of his team had decided it was a Halloween party Fair and didn't too. train, so I wasn't happy with that. Knocked <laughs> uh, like, that out of them. I just don't answer the door. It's as simple as that. Oh, we uh, we had loads last night. We had loads. But, but you hey, live in an affluent area. No, it's no, okay. Listen, listen, it is what it is. Gated community. Yeah, it, fe- it is. It is very. Ga- <laughs> it feels gated. Do you know what I mean? Mock Tudor. Very much mock Tudor. You know. it's, it's, it's a suburb. It's all it yeah, Baz's area is the kind of area that you buy your seventeen-year-old daughter a new car for a birthday. That, that's the <laughs> that's the vibe we're going for. You know what I mean? That's the or maybe a pony. Yeah, <laughs> buy myself a new car. Like twelve and a half years old and creaking. What did you get your daughter for her seventeenth birthday? Nothing. Eighteen. Eighteen. No, no, no. Nineteen. Twenty-one. Okay, twenty-one. All right, you left at twenty-one. It wasn't play brand new. Fair play. To it wasn't you. brand new. Anyway, Everton played. <laughs> Everton played at the weekend. Um, I was there at Craven Cottage. Um, it's nice ground, isn't it? Yeah, I think I was saying. I think I've, I think I've been there more than any other. That was the eleventh time I've been to Fulham. So I think well, I like their al-, al fresco sort of continental beer vibe that you get there. It's yeah. a nice place on a sunny day to yeah. stand outside and have a couple of you know pre-match. What's weird? Drinks. They're saying to Pedro the away end is very weird, isn't it? Because it's there's no segregation. You go mm. in through the turnstile, it's basically just an open bit of land, isn't it? And a temporary stand, essentially, which is what that is. is. It? Yeah, temporary. It's like a temporary stand the away end. Mm. It's like literally what the building like. You know, to, but they're not really football fans, are they, Fulham? No, in, no. In, in, and, and and I don't mean that in the to nicest sound possible way. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't mean it to sound disrespectful. And and you know they're they're an old established club, but they're they're probably the nicest football club, or one of the nicest football clubs in the country. In so much as you don't get, you don't really get any nastiness. There's with no. Them. There was not. There wasn't. Yeah. There wasn't even any like. When we scored and it got disallowed, there wasn't even any ah, all of that mm. nonsense. It was just all like, like going to a rugby. I've never been to a rugby match, stri- but I would imagine it's a bit like going to Fulham. Mm. Yeah, do you? I've, I mean, I've been there lots of times, and Everton's record is it's appalling. Really, it's mm. that Craven Cottage, and the amount of times they've scored past us, and it's just a mm. yeah. you know, clapping the hand. Whereas when we scored on Saturday, there was literally a fall next to us where fans just went toppling down the stairs and took about 30 <laughs> people out for a disallowed goal. 
and that's that is how Everton celebrate goals. But um, I mean, over I I come out of the ground thinking it was a decent point. I thought Everton played quite well in the first half. Should have had, could have had two or three goals. We it was had a five. Sitter. Mm. It was yeah. a sitter, oh, Calvert Lewin. Calvert is a sitter, but we've had good opportunities. In the second half, they were they were better, and we just couldn't get going. So, I mean, how did you? How I'd did agree. you? I, I was happy. You? I was happy with the point. Um, I thought we started brightly, and I thought it was encouraging. Um, but then, you know, I thought I thought on the balance of play, I thought they were the better side. I thought William was was man of the match for me by country mile. Um, he just seemed to make everything happen and they had far more chances and on another day Mitrovic could have got a couple definitely could have been um, off as well on another day yeah yeah no no you're right you're right and looking back on it and 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 I agree I think it was I think it was 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 borderline at best I think he should have gone for that yeah um but um no I was I was happy with the point mm. I thought it was quite a hard fought point um and um and yeah I have no no um Complaints, mm-hmm. Mr. Bush. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I, you know, we, we've mentioned the old rope dope thing on this podcast before, <laughs> but I, I think Everton are getting good at something that we kind of developed under Moyes, where they can kind of turtle a little bit, go into their shell, and soak up some punches. You know, because even when we were under pressure, uh, like we were turtle. So we get your head down. I get down. Is, is this, is it, does this go in the bracket of grockles? Grockle. We this. can hang on. You're using turtle as a verb, right? Yeah. To turtle, one more turtle. turtle by going into the show. I wonder if this will appear on, you know, some World Cup coverage oh over God. the next month. You know, will air teams like, yeah. well, you know, I ran turtled in that first oh, half and came at them second. <laughs> get your head down. Get you pull your arms and legs in and just go into your shell and, yeah. and soak this it up a little bit. Yeah. Turtle football. Fair play. <laughs> turtle. Forget <laughs> Lampard ball. Turtle ball. Didn't Gary Lineker once turtle on a pitch? I think so. Think yeah, he did. did. So, he did. Colgan, didn't yeah. he? But anyway, Andy, back to Turtling. Back to Turtling. Yeah. So, like I say, you, you remember during the, the darkest times of the Benitez era last season? Oh, okay. mm. It was just terrifying. Like, we mm. were completely out of control. Tail end of the, and, and the beginning of the Lampard thing as well. Like, mm. whenever anyone was attacking us, it looked like they were inevitably going to score yeah, yeah, all yeah. over the place. Whereas we're, we're, we're soaking up, I say, a similar amount of pressure in terms of maybe not having the ball for a similar amount of time. But. I feel we look less likely to concede than we have done. So it's like, uh, you know, you might look at the stats and say, you know, like I say, second, no shots or whatever, one shot in the second half. Mm. But it's just a different story to how it was last season. So I I, I feel like, you know, a great point. I think we're one of the few teams that hasn't conceded when mm. we've gone and played there. The as well, only, the only team. Only oh. team. Well, there you go. And I just feel like we each week, we're just, each game, we're just making a little bit of progress. Mm. It, it, it's filling me with hope. It really is. Ped, one of the big things was at the weekend they had a lot of corners but mm. when even like being there and with their crowd getting up a little bit mm. felt so much more I feel like there's so much more yeah. confidence off defending corners now than what we were sponging it sponging yeah. it yeah. Sponging. 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 Yeah. sponging the corners the corners yeah. but what I mean yeah. overall we are, we are just better defensively aren't we yeah. we've, got better, we've got better defenders yeah. as well yeah. We've got, be- we got, yeah, yeah, yeah. got the two centre-backs who can deal with it. Mikhelenko was great as well. He was, he had a very good mm. game defensively. He's getting better and better every week. I think. Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't definitely. necessarily agree with that. But, um, he, is. he is. The stats don't necessarily back that up, but but, but, he's, but he's a good defender. Um, and I think just with the two in the middle, we look a lot better. And of course, we've got Garner in front of him. And we've got mm. Onana as well, who's good for... And we've cut, you know, without 
jinxing anything or anything, but corners we look we look a lot better. Whereas last season, like saying there, this time last season, you know, every corner goal, you look terrified. Yeah. We look terrified. Um and there's only really the goal against Brentford this season, which um is sort of slipped, just a flick, slipped through the net. So mm. yeah, we, we look a lot better and if we could if we could get some kind of form going up front then mm. then we'd be be a lot better and as Andy mentioned in the game against Palace we that's what we did we looked good going forward as well um, and we'll need that on Saturday obviously when we play Leicester so it's, you know things are looking better it's mm. it's a good point I know a lot of people might be disappointed when you look at it going to Fulham and only getting a point but Fulham are not a bad side there's no good. Know, there's mm-hmm. no there's no real bad sides in the Premier no, League there's no, no one that you look at and go Oh, we'll batter them. I mean, you've had you've had lots of them in the past, and they still beat us. So <laughs> it's so to have a to to go there, get a point after sort of the second half. Then yeah, I'm 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 quite happy with that. One one other thing as well mm. is like, what do you guys think about when we'll get? I feel like he sorted the defense out mm. and, and sturdied us up and the trunk of the team, etc. Mm. But what do you think his next step is? Do you think we'll get anyone in like? January for I think what having happens to the transfer window and everything with all this weirdness that's going on. Do you think he will try and look to strengthen up front because that's where we are lacking? We it? have to. Mm. I mean, we simply have to. We said this before. Is that I think, you know, I, th- I think I think it was I think it was a mistake and a, and, a, and a failing in the summer that we didn't strengthen up front. I think we have to do it mm. because we are. I just don't think we're giving ourselves the opportunity to to play to our strengths and make the most of all that's good, you know, from the back four in terms of the way that the side has been strengthened. If we haven't got anybody that's got any real cutting edge. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and there's got to be somebody who, if nothing else, has got to provide competition for Dominic. Mm. Do you think? Do you mean like cancelling loan, bringing loan these back, or do you think buying new? No, I think I think for me, we it's. Like you just said, Andy, there they've, it's quite obvious now that obviously the goalkeepers find the defence is much much better as Peds just said. The midfield's really been strengthened to the point where you could probably start five at even even all yeah, well, six of midfielders. James Garner, really. Tom Davis, the core, sitting yeah, on the bench. Exactly, you know, when all of them could yeah. play in a midfield three mm. at times, and you know, I know that before anyone starts screaming at the camera it's you know they could I'm not saying why they should why would someone be screaming at the camera why would someone have a camera to scream at the TV yeah. or the, or yeah, the yeah, phone yeah. or the top of the let's iPad right. Right. yeah sorry um, but I think when you're looking the final third is where yeah. is where we are lacking we, the team doesn't have goals in it you know and, and we can look Dom is coming back and it's great and he's looking better each well, game but we still need to add a bit of yeah, pace and, and goals it's funny that you know I think Dave said that about Willian, is that is that the cat? Should we be looking, or should we have looked at a player like that? I'm not saying we should have, but mm. I think someone like Willian, from what I saw of him on Saturday, would be brilliant for someone like Michalenko in front of him. Mm. Someone who's not, someone who's not an out and out No, no, but what? But he, he looks like a guy who can make goals. Oh, the problem with the problem with our two wide men, I've said this a million times, is they just pick the ball and run away. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't support. The cuff, they don't create. The they don't like. They just pick the ball. And as we we spoke about this already, for someone like Michalenko, I th- who I think defensively is, is fine, mm. but he's got a lot of work to do going forward. Mm. I think you need to have someone in front of you can give him the ball, and you know you're going to get it back if mm. you make a run on the outside of him. Mm. And I don't think you can do that with these two. And I think they're both like the Baines Pienaar yes, kind of combo. Absolutely. Mm. The and mm. the, these two are. The, our wide men are v- just such selfish players. 
that you never know when you're going to get it back from them. So for me, the first place I'd look at is not necessarily a centre forward, but a wide forward, someone who can play in one of those two positions, who will add goals. Mm. But you mean like a Richarlison? Yeah, like, yeah, like like a yes, Richarlison player. type someone player. Like you know, that, maybe, yeah. maybe replacing mm, Richarlison mm. might be. But someone like we've been linked with Mudrick, obviously, and and obviously Kudas at Ajax. Gakpo. Someone who can pick up the ball. You, you, and looks like he's always in control of it, and you can trust them to put a ball in the box or get shots off and score mm. goals. That's what we're massively missing because these Gordon and Gray, you just can't trust either. Well, and, Anthony Gordon's a young player, so no, he's no, going to be inconsistent, isn't he? And like, I've said it lots of times. If you, I wish he'd just simplify his game a little bit because I think he'd be yeah. way better. And Damari Gray is he's hot and cold. Um, we've, I just think the natural goal scorers have got to be put into the squad. I think once you put people in who are getting goals and know how to score goals and I know it's easier said than done but that boosts everyone then and then you've got people battling in every single position then but and yeah. that that's probably what we need because we've got it defensively we've got it in the centre of the park now why What's shouldn't we have on Towns end? Uh, it's going to be I've forgot, literally forgotten about it it'll be like mm. Boxing Day won't it Boxing Day for him he's, he's going he's going to be a pundit at the World Cup so he's it's proven he's not really training with the first team as yet so he's going to be kind of the new year but he's only got six months left anyway hasn't he so I think Frank Lampard listen Lampard's not stupid he said that a couple of times already about they know what the next step is and that's what they're trying to do so do you feel like we need like a little little trickster type character as well a little someone who can put those forward balls in a little bit in the in the in the middle I think that's the only maybe slight missing part of our we've got a great midfield and everything mm. but we haven't got someone that kind of unlocks you know, Arteta-esque kind mm. of kind of the unlock those passes. You know what creative I mean? midfielder, maybe. I think we I think we've got great options in midfield, but I'm I'm still not convinced that we're necessarily completely settled yeah. on the best um, Three, formation. Yeah. You know, and mm. I I wonder just you know before when you were talking about Decore, you know, I just wonder whether you could play Decore and Onana together. You know, in the middle. Mm. I don't know. I mean, maybe mm. they're too similar, but you know, you think in the. I mean, I. Having seen Decore when he's played really, really well, mm. you know, he looked like a great buy, mm. you know, and he, he looked unplayable at mm. times. And and it just seems to me that it would be nice to see him back to his his best. Don't forget in... as well, Dave, sorry, just to put in, you can go mm. back again. But he's also, he came to Everton with 18 goals from Watford. He was averaging half a dozen goals from midfield. Mm. And he was the yeah. one who broke into the box. And I think that... I think that's what you're kind of talking about, aren't you? Yeah, that player yeah, yeah. That can I just, break into the box. I just like to see, you know, I just like to see him back to his best again. And I, I don't know whether that's a fitness issue. I don't know whether that's a a team selection and structural issue. I don't know, um, but I think we've got some really good players. I'm just not entirely sure that we've necessarily what, got the balance. What about what about this? Because we've I've talked about this over the and again I have been, you know remiss to sort of move Alex Iwobi but just right now because Anthony Gordon and, and Damari Gray are a little bit up and down shall we mm. say is there a case then for maybe maybe on Saturday but if not maybe Bournemouth or certainly to try it in the cup pushing Alex Iwobi wide again oh, and putting okay. Abdelai Decore into that position eight in mm. the eight roll with O'Nan and say to him right you break into the box and just yeah. have a look at it because he's someone if you think of like his goal against Norwich last yeah. year at Goodison mm. where he just drove forward from midfield Southampton we've seen him do it we've seen him do it in the cup against you know he's got goals for us 
by yeah. driving forward. It was something that he was very good at waffle for, and we've kind I, of got him. And then I think it'd be worth a look. Hmm? <clears throat> I think it'd yeah. be worth a look, even even you know, even if it was just in 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 a substitution for twenty minutes hmm. or something like that. I yeah, think yeah. it'd be worth looking at. Because hmm. um, it mixes it up, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you know, because I think, I mean, Andy, we we do like we've just said we do look so much better, but we are still, you know, we still have only scored eleven goals in thirteen games. I think it is, or it's thirteen we played, isn't it? Eleven and thirteen, which is not great. Three of them were last week against Palace, yeah. so yeah. we have yeah. to find goals somewhere, don't we? Yeah, I mean, the, the 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 main thing to sort out, which we're all aware of, was just to try and sort the defence out and the fact that we used to absolutely bottle it when teams put any pressure on us or we bullied out of games. And, he, you know, fair play to Frankie's absolutely done that. We've got a brilliant mm. foundation now mm. to, to, to fit, move on and, and get the next step, which is, you know, sort out the the attacking line. And, and I love the way he wants us to play. I can, see, I can see how Lampard wants us to play. Yeah, And it's just it's just a question of, you know, we're in, we're a different Everton now. We're not going to blow a load of money on on players. We haven't got the money to do that anymore now. So I, it's just a it's a huge decision in in terms of those pieces and where they fit and the right striker. And then, like I said, we've we've got a Calvert Lewin coming back. He's been he hasn't kicked a ball for ages. Mm. So I mean that that miss at the weekend was just pure rustiness. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah. So yeah. it could be like a new signing if we can get him back and firing. Then then mm. great. But it, you know, it'd be interesting to see. We're in this period of games at which we earmarked a few episodes ago where. We've got to pick up the points in these matches, yeah. uh, so that you know if we do go back to rope a dope and just try and stay <laughs> close to the big guys, <laughs> then uh, you know maybe you know we we'll lose but not get battered. We, these are the games that we need to you know win, so we can't be missing chances like that. I think though, I think ultimately though, we do need new players. I think you know this is we've got two game, two Premier League games now, and then the league, the League Cup game sandwiched in between to give maybe the opportunity to see other players. But then we've got six, we've got two friendlies in Australia to have a real good look at where the squad is when players are coming back and see because you know we're getting the likes of Godfrey back for say Boxing Day and Mason Holgate's available then Garner as well we shouldn't uh, I've completely overlooked Garner he's looked quite handy when he's come on yeah James, James Garner mm-hmm. but it's an opportunity now to look and go do you know what actually we don't need Michael Keane to let's sell him in January we've mm. got players to cover do we really need Jerry Mina um, mm. Can will there be someone of come in in January and take him off us, free up the wages, and then look around? Because ultimately, I we we say this a lot. I don't we don't think the answers are necessarily in the squad. It's great to say could he, could he, could he do this job, but I think we all know deep down that they actually can't. And we all know that we could we could put the Corey in there and he might look all right. But ultimately, what we need is new players. We need mm. yeah. get, get for me, and this is my own personal view. Got go Anthony Gordon and Damari Gray should not be playing every week. Because on one hand, I don't think Gray's good enough. And on the other hand, I think Gordon's a young player who does need to come in and out the team. But he will have moments of highs and he will have lows. And I think we need someone who's got a bit more consistency, who you can rely on every single week. And you know what you're getting. And I think the only way you do that is by players. Look how much the team's been transformed by bringing in a right-back, by bringing in two centre-backs, by bringing... Obviously, we've had to bring in a left-back. You know, the team is being transformed at its core by bringing in new players that the manager wants. And it wouldn't it be lovely to have like almost a full eleven, not completely full eleven, but nearly a full eleven of Frank Lampard players. Mm. So we get rid of all the demons of the past and stop saying, Oh well he's uh, hit that manager's player mm. and that manager's player. That would yeah. be that would be I think for us you can go, This is Frank Lampard's team and we can really move forward sure, with this. Surely mm. as well. I always think we've got this in the locker with Lampard that 
he's got such a good personal uh, kind of relationship with a load of players. And, mm. you know, he's so well respected mm. that we, we must have that kind of pick up the phone. I'm going to sign for Frank, even though a bigger teams want me type moment. Where yeah. He can call in a favor and get someone in mm. as well. Uh, you know, surely that's just not that far around the corner. I mean, like Conor Gallagher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone like that. But, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like a... Well, Breuer at Chelsea. I mean, we've already had players mm. saying I come for Frank. Spoke to the yeah. manager. I couldn't wait to work with him. So I think we are getting that. And I think, I think you're right, Ped. I just think I wouldn't necessarily throw Gordon and Gray out. I think, no, th- I think they, it... them two for me should be battling for one role. Exactly. And then we, and yeah. the other side should be the more consistent goal scoring type because I think it doesn't I don't think it's a bad thing to have someone who's unpredictable in your team but I, th- I, no, I think but I, I think I, when think, you've I, got... I think I think I think Gray's Gray's a frustration though and and mm. and I don't I don't necessarily agree Ped in so much as I, I don't think it's necessarily a case of him not being good enough I think that there's, there's so much of his game that is good enough, mm. but it's just the end product. Mm. And, you know, and maybe, now maybe that maybe, means maybe, that's why, yeah. Maybe, maybe, and, you know, and I, and, I, and I get that, but I just sort of wonder whether he could be coached and molded and have his game changed to actually make him really effective mm. because it's just, he does so much good. Yeah. You know, so much of his game is exciting and good. Um, but it's just, it's it's just the last bit. It's the decision making. Well, maybe that's what you Gordon's mean. the same though, isn't he? Yeah, Gordon's yeah. kind of similar. So you got the pair of them on each wing. Um, yeah, the I, wrong I'd, I'd say Gordon is more. I'd say Gordon's got more of a cutting edge than Gray. Isn't this though a little bit of what we as Evertonians have been doing for years? Though we we're too nice. Like I would bin them, honestly. I know, no, 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 but that's the problem. I think people like them and people like like Michael Keane's a case in point for years and years. We're like, oh, you'll be all right. He's not. These players are no, not good enough. No, we've just moved on. You move, no, I know, you I know. move on. Don't get you what move I'm on. From, is, yeah, you but I think as a football, spells, I think yeah. as a football club, we're really bad at this. I just think. I think we're really we get far too sentimental about certain players, no, I'm, I'm, and you should just no. Honestly, we I think we do as a football club. I think we get far too we, sentimental. We, given that though, though, we'd have got rid of a Wobie. Do you know what I mean? Well, mate, true. true. That's good. true. But you know what? And I and I I do agree with you. But the but the, there has to be some some point where you have to go. Do you know what? I'm not saying get rid of them. What I'm saying is, I think at some point you have to identify what's working and what's what's not working, and say it's time to bring in a player in that position. No, so that so that the because the core the core is a really good case in point. Mm. A lot of people would probably have said this season the core will be fine in our midfield. He's mm. played all the games, and now you you wouldn't go. Oh yeah, we've got the Corey sitting. You, you will go. We've got the Corey sitting on the bench. Don't really, not bothered if he's getting if he's in the team or mm. not. And I think we have to get that to that stage with, no, with players g- where you're thinking, yeah, he's all right. Get him off the bench. Uh, and I stuff. think it's consistency for me, and I think if you can get someone on the other side right now who is more consistent, that's a goal threat. Then the other two do battle it out. And then, so uh, I've completely, I've, I've completely lost yeah. the whole thread because Ped's just sent us those Halloween photos. <laughs> there that, you go. Don't worry about me. Don't worry. I about mean, me. you know, uh, who's well, that? There you go. Oh, 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 that's the Megan Fox yeah. bit. All oh, right, I yeah. see. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, yeah. you know, she's for, taking for a it. Then I, she's taking minute, it. I didn't really give a toss about Damari Gray no. or anything like that. No, yeah. she's taking it very seriously. That's all I'd say. She is taking it very seriously. Very so, seriously. As I say, I recommend you have a look at Lucrezia Millerini. We will. We'll have a little look from a journalistic perspective. Yeah, just from a, just so we know, just so we're up to date. Well, just so we can clarify yeah. what exactly, exactly. It's um, the. The Amma Celeb, because it's my favourite. It's been announced the lineup, okay. and there's obviously mm. some. There's 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 different things. Anyone in there that we know? Uh, I don't know. Um, Dave, no, yeah, your old sparring partners in there apparently. <laughs> um, 
but but someone else. The person I'm really interested yeah. in seeing is Boy George because every time yeah. I see Boy George, yeah. he's always got a great hat on. Yeah. Fella loves his mm. makeup and all that. How, what's he gonna look like, and how quick is he gonna? Because he has been known to have a little bit of a sharp tongue. He'll Boy look George. like he'll look like mm. a. Well, he's, yeah. I mean, he's in the perfect place for a hat, isn't he? He'll have let's, a hat. He'll style, he'll style yeah, not, a hat, won't he? Not one of his hats, though. No. Because, you know, he's, they're going to give him a hat. I mean, you can't imagine Boy George with a hat with corks on No. You, you, I, mean, that's, that, I mean, that's it, isn't it? Straight away. That, to me, yeah. that says a stylistic issue for the, mm. for the boy. I think the, the half a million quid he's getting it, maybe, paid. Will, uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Well, or, or whatever it is. There's Babatundi Alice, who's a, uh, a comedian, so I don't know him, so... I'm sure he'll be good. Olivia Atwood never heard of her. Apparently, she was in <laughs> Love Island and Towie. Apparently, oh, I'm sure she'll be fine. There you then. go. Sue Cleaver from Corrie. Yeah, no, who's no Eileen? I think she wasn't no Corrie or Eileen. Eileen, Eileen, Eileen Grimshaw. The one who, yeah, yeah, Eileen Grimshaw yeah. was, wasn't it? Yeah. She was like she's thinking. Todd's mum, wasn't it? Yeah, it Todd. Was it Todd? Todd Grimshaw. Or was Todd the name of the actor that played? The Maybe. Sure. Well, anyway, I know. He... Do you work in a taxi gaff with? Uh... I don't watch it. You do. I don't. This Shut is, up. This is like listening to my mum and dad. I know. All right, Scarlett, <laughs> Scarlett Douglas, who is a uh, no career in musical theatre, but she also presents. No idea the sun. any of these people Tell are. You. Chris Moyles, really we famous. Jill Scott, ex Everton, England. Oh yeah, but she's won something. You know, so she's know done it. something. So fair play, Man City, Everton, Sunderland midfield player, Check. Mike Tindall. Leaving, the, rugby player, leaving yeah. the royalty side to Tough. go and to go and sit there. I wonder if he'll talk about Zara. Uh, Owen Warner, never heard of him. Romeo from Hollywood. As in the wife or the shop? <laughs> both, both. Why not? Why not? Mm. Talk to Boy George about yeah. that, and then talk mm. to others. And Charlene White um, from apparently she's been on Loose Women, and that takes it back to I don't, I don't know who she no is. Uh, I thought that was an. I thought was an. Mark Hancock's going in as well. Who? I was just going to say, but the one who isn't. Oh, the bush has got to go. We're finishing now anyway, but take it easy. He's heading to Australia. He is. The bush is on the standby list. He's turtling. He's bush. Get him out of here. Andy, see you next week. Take care. You don't want to turtle in the bush, sucker. But just Matt Hancock, yeah. It's a bit of a. No, I mean, just. It's a disgrace. Mm. Fella's got a job to it do, is and he's weird, pissing isn't it? off to the jungle. That's a disgrace. Is this Dave? Is this, in your opinion, just because apparently he's got a book coming out? Is this a good way for him to promote his book <laughs> by going yeah. in there? Yeah. And yeah, should he be allowed? Really? I think that's entirely what it's to do with. Yeah. And and I agree with Ped that it's an absolute disgrace. Yeah. If he has a if he has a governmental role, mm. and he should be doing all that he can to fulfil that role. And try and you know we've seen this make before. The country less of a shit show <laughs> yeah, than what it is. I mean, yeah. that's it. Like, yeah, if I we mean, lived in like a like some kind of like utopian harmony, you know, I, I could understand. Mm. We've had this before. The country Nadine Dorries, Dorries, whatever. Yeah, yeah, the she country is a tad in a mess, isn't mm. it, at the moment? Like, but maybe listen, maybe he's thinking. I go there. Electricity. Don't have to pay me electricity yeah, exactly. bill. Warm, warm, aren't you? Under but you lights. know what? Then, but then, then the other side of it is is looking at somebody like Matt Hancock and and many of his um, colleagues mm. who were who were ever present during the COVID uh, crisis. Yeah. And you do wonder whether actually the sight of us all being able to vote yeah. for him to eat <laughs> yeah. kangaroo anus. Yeah. Could be in, one of the best turnarounds in British politics. Yeah. There's a couple. There's be a, what, I think. I imagine there'll be a couple of people in there that people will be voting he wants to, be to see. Eat ass. That's what it is. 
Maybe. Well, it, uh, of course, that's why they go in it, don't they? They go in to try, and, and I'm sure there'll be moments where he sat by the water, you know, crying about how difficult it was. And I'm sure it was difficult at times, but there was also times that other things went on that he wasn't really thinking. That getting collared, you know, doing things. So it's going to be interesting, I'm sure, like I said, there's, a, be watching, there's a few characters in there he'll be getting voted for. Will sure. I be watching? Yeah. I watch every year. Yeah, Dave, no. Me and I, Dave. I, I don't think show. I'll be watching. But that's what I, you. I, no, no, I, I like mm. the castle. At the jung to nah. be fair though, I did like where the castle have been there, nah, seen it, where they do it. But I do the, the challenges, the trials are better than Australia. When does it start? Sunday. At till when? About two weeks or three, three weeks. Three weeks it is. Okay. Oh, I so it coincides with the World Cup. Oh, the World Cup. No, because of the World Cup. It's three weeks earlier than what it would be because of the World Cup. Very briefly, Dave, I know you've got to go, but quickly, Everton have got Leicester City at home on Saturday. Bonfire night, half five again. Worst mm. kick-off time. Mm. Mm. Um, this is a game, I don't want to say this is a game Everton should win because Leicester have got a lot of uh, a lot of players who, who are match winners on the day, but you know, looking at where they are in the league, this is a great opportunity, isn't it, for Everton to, to, to make that Fulham point an even better point by following up with a home win. Yeah, I agree with you, and my opinion on, on this one is the same as it was ahead of the Fulham mm. uh, game. I think that it is yeah, as we said before, there's no easy games, but mm. I think it's definitely winnable. Mm. Um, and and I think that, you know, listen, we've got to start picking up some points. Yeah. We really do, because mm. it's all well and good saying, oh, we're, we're looking better and we're more solid here and we've got potential here and, and, mm. and X, Y, and Z. But we've got to start putting some points on the board. And I think that, you know, uh, Leicester is as good an opportunity as anybody at the moment to get some points. Mm. So um, I'm not fearful of it. I'm not yep. taking it. I'm not not complacent about it either. Mm. Um, but I think we have every opportunity of getting three points against them. And, and, and that's what we need to be focused on. You know, we can't be playing for a draw against them. No, I mean, we've got two games before the World Cup. Leicester home, Bournemouth. I know we've got the mm. Carabao Cup game as well, yeah, but yeah, the two yeah, Premier Bournemouth League games. If we get, you know, I think for me, minimum of four points. I think then we go into that break on 18 points. I think we'd be halfway up. I think we'd be more than set up for a for a decent second half of the season. Would you agree with that, or, or are you thinking that you know you thinking really it should be six points? Uh, it should be six points, but it mm. won't be six points. <laughs> is, is is my is my take on that? I right. think I, I think I'll go with you. I think mm. go for four. Mm. Uh, I I don't see us winning both of them. Yeah. But but I, if we did end up with that, I mean, me and Ped were talking. You know, I think we said to you as well. If we took eight out the next four, that was following the Newcastle defeat. That'd be that'd be decent going into that break. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and we took four out the first six. So if we repeat that, then does that you know going into that break, and then obviously there'd be two games for the transfer window opened. So when the transfer window opens, we're still not at the halfway stage in the season. Then I think eighteen points. I think was set up then to to have a. You know, a good go at that second half of the season and be there or thereabouts for, you know, a mid table finish, basically. Yeah, we've got to, you know, and, mm. and again, you know, we've got to win, got to win these home games. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll end up going on a run again of having some really, really difficult fixtures where we'll mm. look at them and, and away games will kind of go, we're going to get nothing there. Yeah. You know, as much yeah. as we like to, we're not going to get anything there. Mm. And that's why we have to get them now. Otherwise, you know, we're going to find ourselves in the same situation again where we're going to be looking over our shoulder and, and, and people start panicking. Yeah, that is true. I think the yeah. league's a little bit... It just feels so clo close this season, doesn't yeah. it? That these kind of games are, are really Big important. It's going to be yeah. tough, sadly, because 
These are the kind of team that can just score like goals out of nothing, like yeah. worldies. Well, they got battered at Wolves the other week, month four, no? But I still think yeah. the I still think they're a little bit fragile at the back, and, yeah. and we'll have to just defend well and take mm. our chances. And yeah, uh, the crowd do, will be big. Won't I it? do think this this season that the the the, uh, the table's just going to be so much closer the way it's shaping up at mm. the moment. Um, it's going to be so interesting to see how it plays out. But yeah, if we can take four points from the next two games, that would be huge. Yeah, right. You know we've got a go, Dave. So we're going to finish there. So thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. Big thanks to Dave. Big thanks Pleasure. to the Bushmaster General who has has boarded a flight, Qantas flight, to Australia to be on the waiting list in the Versace Hotel. It's a oh yeah, it's a secret. Him and Matt Honkoch. 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 <laughs> Matt Honkoch. That's how much I don't like it. Honkoch, having a gocha, grocha, whatever it is, they'll be, they'll be yeah. living it up. Matt Honkoch. There you go. It sounds almost oriental, doesn't it? What a way to finish. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye. Honk.